Today on the show, I have a very special interview with Nicholas Steele. Now, Nicholas has gone from being uh, extremely sick to being a um, quadriplegic, um, to having his wife leave him, to now being uh, able to walk, having an amazing happy life and, and, ex and actually exchanging some amazing ideas on how you can create an amazing life too, so stay tuned. Hi, I'm Natalie Ledwell and this is The Inspiration Show and today I have a very special guest coming to us all the way from Spain is Mr. Nicholas Steele. How are you, Nicholas? I'm very well, thank you, Natalie. Well, great to have you here. Now, you have probably one of the most triumphant stories I have ever heard. Um, you refer, you're referred to as being unbreakable. Um, and I just can't wait for you to share your story with our viewers because um, I think that uh, if, if you can get through what you've been able to get through in your life, I think anyone will be able to get through what they're going through as well. So why don't we start with uh, with your story? <laughs> Thank you. Um, well, it began just about seven years ago, Natalie, when I was diagnosed with a, a, a late-end stage disease which ended my career. Um, but luckily for me, I'd earned enough money where I could retire comfortably um, and I'd undergone some major surgery, uh, which was extremely pay painful. Um, and I retired and I moved to moved to France. I had a 500 year old chateau that I moved to for, for rehab, moved out there to recover with my family, new start, new beginning. Um, and unfortunately for me, uh, one year into my rehab where things, although I was in a lot of pain, but I was recovering, I had a, an accident which left me paralysed from the neck down. A tree fell on top of me, broke my neck, um, crushed my spinal cord. They, they were called it a bayoneted spinal cord. Um, and I was told by the doctors that I would probably never walk again. In fact, it would be a miracle if I ever walked again. Um, and I spent the, the next several months in, in hospital being told by the doctors and everyone I was with, look, your life's over. We're going to have to find a care home for you. You're going to have to be taken care of for the rest of your life. I had a team of nurses looking after me, brushing my teeth, scratching my nose, brushing my hair. Obviously, couldn't do a thing, absolutely nothing. I was a prisoner in my body. My mind worked, but I had nothing. There was no numbness. There was nothing. I had, I had nothing, just pure nothing. Um, and you can imagine there's a strain that put my, my, my wife through and my son through and my family and friends, as well as myself, the anxiety, the stress, the worry, all of those things go through your mind. But the whole way through it, I kept saying to the doctors, I will be fine. I'm going to recover from this. Everything you're saying is wrong. I will recover. You're wrong. Even though every time they said to me, you won't, I said, I will. And I used to lie in my hospital bed. And there was a lesson that I learned that I like to get out to everybody, which is I laid in my hospital bed looking at the ceiling. That's all I had to do every day. I, I had nothing else to do. And I would lay there thinking, do you know what? I've had a pretty good life. I've, I've got a beautiful wife, fantastic son. I had a fantastic house in a little English country village, which I had a good life, but I've achieved nothing. I had so many plans that I wanted to do, so many dreams, desires and goals that I wanted to do. And I kept putting them off year after year and going, I'll do this next year. I'll do this next month. And I laid in that hospital bed and went, why? I didn't do anything. I haven't achieved anything. If only I'd have done this 
and back and gone here and experienced new things. So one of the lessons I learned in my hospital bed while I was lying there was don't wait. If you've got dreams, desires or goals, don't put them off until tomorrow or next month or next year because you may not be here. You may not be able to. If you've got a dream, desire or goal, go for it. Think about how you can achieve it. Put a plan together. Ask people for help, whatever you have to do. But go for it. Don't wait. I urge you, do not wait. If Whatever it is you want to do or achieve in your life, go for it because tomorrow may not come. Trust me, I've been there. And that is awful because you just lie there praying that you're going to recover and, and heal. Yeah. But luckily for me, Natalie, I did. I healed. Yeah. Now, can you yeah. just show yeah. us your mobility that you've got right now? I know you were showing off to me before. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I can move. I can. I can move. Yeah. So, all all okay now. So, are you um, able to? Not, you're able to walk. Oh yeah, I can. I can walk. I'm, let's put it this way. I'm not. I'm not. Never going to be 100% of the man I used to be. That that's impossible. But I can walk. I can move. I can. I mean, looking at me now, people probably think, well, there doesn't look to be much wrong with him. Uh, and when you meet me, or when people meet me, they go, well, what's wrong with you? you look like you got a bit of a stiff neck. Mm. And I go, well, that, that's because it's broken. And if you see, look. It doesn't move. Yeah. That's as yeah. far as that's as far as because I'm metal from top to bottom of my body. I've got six titanium rods and, and 18 screws in my body. I, I've got no flexion at all, but I can walk. I can move. I can do daily tasks. The only thing I've got to be very careful of is obviously because I can't put my head down. I can't see very well what's in front of me. So I could trip over something and, and fall and hurt myself. But apart from that, coming back from being paralyzed from the neck down, I look, I think, pretty good. I'm yeah. doing well. And, <laughs> yeah. so but, how it's long, take, but it's taken me six years to get here. Right, so six years to do that. And so what do you put that down to, just the will of your mind? Or, you know, what, what was it that really got you across the line? It got me across the line. Was, I, would, I would lie there in bed just saying to myself, I will recover. I can recover. I will get fit again. I will be strong again. And I just kept saying to that myself over and over and over again. I was, I kept, and and, and I, and at the time I'd never read read, um, read any books about positive affirmations or self help. I'd never done anything like that at all. I just laid in bed saying to myself, I can, I will, I will overcome this. The doctors are wrong. I can do it. And I would focus. And this is the big thing I think is I had a goal to recover and heal, and I focused on that with an absolute passion. And then I started being positive in my mind every day and I visualized and I visualized myself walking and moving. I visualized myself. I closed my eyes and I would visualize as if I was dreaming. So it's very simple, but I, as if I was dreaming that I was playing golf with Tiger Woods and I was on the final hole on the 18th hole in the British Open. Every man's dream, maybe. Um, and it's down to me and Tiger Woods who's going to get closest to the hole. And I would visualize myself holding the golf club, gripping the golf club, hitting the golf ball, walking, um, beating him, throwing the ball up in there. You know, all these things, it didn't matter because I thought, well, I've got nothing to lose. I'm going to dream the dreams that I want, you know, that, that I want. And you and did all of this, sorry, you did all of this before you even knew anything about affirmations or visualization or anything like that. This is just something that naturally came to you. Yeah, it was, I was just lying in my hospital bed and I just did it all. I mean, I used to be into the gym in a big way as well. I, I, was, a, I was a really big guy and, and I knew about how the body worked and how muscles worked. Also, I was lifting weights. And I would, you know when you get a video camera and you zoom in and out? 
Well, I would imagine zooming in into a muscle and I would imagine it flexing and contracting. Mm-hmm. And that's what I would actually do that every day. But the big thing for me would, would be visualize that I actually bypassed the damage in my neck and I had a red wire that went from my brain all the way around my body into every limb, into my fingers, my toes, my arms, my legs. And I visualized sending a white light down that, down that um, red line to my limbs to make them work. And I would visualize them working. So I'd send a message from my brain down to my hands to say work, open and move. And then I would visualize it happening. Obviously, it wasn't. But I would visualize that. And I would do that. And then I would say, I will do this. I can overcome this. I will be bigger, fitter, faster, stronger than before. And I would keep repeating this as I was doing this. The lesson I've taken away with that, actually, is because so you can see the result. Look, here I am. I'm here living proof. I've overcome, you know, a huge tragedy of trauma. I mean, other people do overcome the, these, you know, tragedies and traumas, but I've overcome that. And I took that forward into the rest of my life. And for what I then faced after becoming, uh, overcoming being paralysed, and I've taken it forward now to the lessons I've learned, are that whatever goal or desire you have in life, you have, but it has to be a flexible plan because you're going to come up against obstacles all the time. You've got to be focused, you've got to be determined, and you've got to have courage, and you've just got to accept you're going to get setbacks. So as I overcame being paralysed, or, or as I just started to learn to walk, and it was walking like Robocop, if you like. I, I mean, it really was as bad as that. My wife decided to tell me that she didn't love me anymore. In fact, she hated me, didn't want to be with me, that I wasn't a real man. I couldn't be a real father to my son and that she was leaving me and I would never, ever see my son again. So which, as you can imagine, she was my soulmate and I felt complete betrayal and I was devastated. I mean, absolutely devastated. Here, here I was fighting promising that I would recover from being paralysed and I was doing everything to overcome that and then all of a sudden my soulmate just went that's it we're over it's finished and she actually tore my son out of my arms as he was crying calling my name out to say you know he was calling my name out and and I couldn't hold on to him or fight for him my arms didn't work I I couldn't hold him and she left me and I sat there in, in my hospital bed and just went you know what it's time to die I've, I've had enough. This is just too much like hard work. I'm, I'm trying and I've tried and, and there's just no point. So I want to die. And two days later, I had double pneumonia and I nearly died. And that just shows how powerful the mind is, because all the way through, I went through being really positive, having this steel spirit, having this unbreakable attitude. I can overcome everything. I'm going to be fine. The doctors are all wrong. I love my wife and son. I'm going to recover for them, especially for my little boy, because he's my inspiration. I will get my life back or a life back, but I'm going to recover to no point. And that shows how powerful the mind is because it just says to me, okay, it's okay. It's time to die. And I nearly did. But luckily for me, again, having this sort of still spirit and this unbreakable attitude, something, a little voice, a little voice in my head said, you've got to fight. You've got a son to fight for. You. Your, your wife might not want you, but your son loves you and he deserves a father. So because of that, I went, right, it's time to fight again. I'm going to fight. And I decided I'm going to live and I'm going to set myself a new goal. And I set myself several goals on what I was going to do, how I was going to survive and what was going to happen. And I focused on it and I visualized it. And 
I used positive affirmations and I had my out-of-body experiences where I'd, I'd actually float out of my body, I'd close my eyes and I'd float out of my body and then I'd come back into this, this dead corpse. It was just, you know, as if it was nothing there. But I'd, I'd had all of these, these experiences and I started improving and getting better and getting better. But I realized that where I was in front of everyone had no family, no a different country, there was a language barrier as well. So I had to move back to England to try and recover and heal. And I had no idea where my son was. Um, and I laid there and I kept getting messages to say, it'd be better if you were dead. It'd be better if you died. And all of a sudden I started to believe in these messages. And I, sat, I laid in bed for three months then contemplating suicide and how I could die. So I've overcome the paralysis. I've then all of a sudden lost my wife and my son. I've decided I wanted to die. I get pneumonia. I decide, no, come on, you've got to fight back from that. Then I get constant messages, it'd be better if you would die. I believe them. I then try and work out how to commit suicide. Then I come back again and say, no, look, I've got to fight. I've got to fight. And then as I start fighting again and having this spirit and this focus and this passion and the determination to recover, I have another setback. My throat stops working. I can't eat or drink anymore. And I had to have a, a tube fitted into my stomach for the next seven months to feed me. And I had to lay there in bed for 16 hours a day being fed by a machine. And that's what I had to put up with next. And while I was going through that, I would lie there visualizing. doesn't matter. This is a little bit of a setback. And yes, I'm going to have a cry every now and again and feel sorry for myself and scream and shout why me. But that's just negativity that needs to come out of my body. I'm going to expel it, move it to one side, delete it. And focus on the, my goal, which is to recover and to heal. And that's what I kept doing. And then I had another couple of operations on my neck where I was told, we need to break your neck and move it and refix it. These are dangerous operations. You, you know, these are highly dangerous. We may paralyze you again. We have to warn you. But you, but hopefully everything will you do, the, you do all the metal work, you fix me up, and mentally and physically I'll fix myself. Yeah. And that's what I did. Yeah. And that's the, lessons yeah. I, that's the lessons I've learned, Natalie, which is no matter what people say to you, if they're negative in your life, get rid of them. If there's negativity around you, move it out. If there's negativity inside your body, scream or cry it out. But focus on the positivity and have a still spirit. Tell yourself, because we all are, we're all unbreakable. We've just got to tap into being unbreakable. Absolutely. And that's the lesson that Absolutely. I've learned. And, you know, I know that there's more to your story and there are other setbacks and challenges that you had to face as well. Not that we have time to go into all of it today, but um, no. you have written an awesome book. Um, so tell us yep. about the book and where people can find it. Okay. Well, it's an ebook at the moment. It's called The Unbreakable Spirit of the Unbreakable Man. The author is actually Maxine Steele, who's my mother because she decided to, to uh, write it with me. She took my story and she wrote it with me. Um, I'm really, really excited as well, because it's got all five-star ratings at the moment on Amazon and on uh, Reader's Favourite. Reader's Favourite's just given out five-star ratings, so I'm so excited. Um, so it's on Amazon as an ebook for $4.99 or on, on all the other ebook retailers as well. So every ebook retailer it's on as well. I have that, so I, I would love people to, to go and buy it and just just read my story and hopefully it may inspire you that whatever you're facing at the moment, if a paralyzed man can overcome everything, 
all the other setbacks. And as you said, Natalie, I've got so many more that I've had to face and beat and overcome. Um, if it can inspire or hopefully motivate you to realise that you need to do something in your life, go and buy it now. Yeah. Or you can actually um, contact me or connect with me on Facebook or or read my blogs on my thoughts, my tips, my ideas for facing life's challenges on Steel Spirit Inc. on Facebook. But that's still with an E on the end. So it's S-T-E-E-L-E, Steel Spirit Inc. on Facebook. And as I say, there I have my tips and ideas and thoughts and blogs on, on how to face life's challenges. Right. And there's a, web, web, there's a website as well called um, theunbreakableman.com. And that's just for people can go and have a look for opportunities if if they're looking up, maybe wanting to change direction in their life and doing something different with their life to help reach those dreams, desires or goals and, and lead a happy, healthy and wealthy life because that's what I'm all about now yeah. is being happy, healthy and wealthy. I think that's the most important thing. Everyone out there, I'm just saying to all of you, live a happy, healthy and wealthy life. Go for it. Just just go for it. Don't wait till tomorrow. Do it now. And, and that's what it's all about, Natalie. So awesome. I'm, I'm urging awesome. people. I just want to get the message out there. Have a still spirit. You are unbreakable. We're all unbreakable. And we all deserve to be happy, healthy and wealthy. And that's me. That's, that's the story. Well, thanks for sharing your story, Nicholas. It's been an absolute pleasure having you today. Now, guys, I encourage mm. you to share this video. You can do that by clicking the Facebook and the Twitter share buttons above. Um, make, sure you, make sure that you download the app if you haven't done so already so you can watch the shows on the go and put your email in the box above there so I can send you the Manifesting with the Masters video e-course. It's valued at $87 and I would love to send it to you for free. So until next time, remember to live large, choose courageously and love without limits. We'll see you soon.